Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome to Brainstuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brainstuff. Lauren Vogelbaum here with a classic episode from The Vault. Our erstwhile host, Christian Sager, is exploring a tangly question. What is Earth's oldest living thing? Hey, Brainstuff. It's Christian Sager here. So, as far as aging goes, humans have it pretty good. I mean, we're no giant tortoises, but we're generally capable of living for decades, some of us for more than a century. Here at Brainstuff, it got us thinking... What is the world's oldest living thing? Well, that's a tricky question, and the answer depends on how we define living and thing. First, let's tackle what we mean by thing. If we say a thing could also be a clonal colony, then the competition heats up quickly. There are numerous plant and fungal clone colonies that have been around for tens of thousands of years, and they're still barreling along. 
There's King Clone, the creosote bush in the Mojave, almost 12,000 years old. And we can't forget Pando, the gigantic male quaking aspen clonal colony in Utah. He is about 80,000 years old. Incidentally, he's also the heaviest living thing, weighing in around 6 million kilograms. But what if we stick to single organisms? If so, then the tiny endoliths are strong contenders. These extremophile Methuselahs like to kick back and take it easy. For millions of years, they've lived a mile and a half below the ocean floor, with metabolisms slower than molasses, only reproducing once every few centuries or millennia. I mean, that makes pandas look like rabbits. There's a big, let's call it, loophole in the definition of living dormancy. What if something was frozen in time, trapped in stasis and then revived, like Captain America or the alien in the thing? In 2011, Professor Brian Schubert published a paper on just that. He'd discovered bacteria in what he called a kind of hibernation state inside tiny bubbles of 34,000-year-old salt crystals. Other scientists have claimed to find older organisms, such as the 250-million-year-old bacteria in southeast New Mexico. But Schubert's work was independently reproduced. So if we allow an organism to take a time out and spend thousands of years in stasis, there are loads of competitors for the title of oldest living thing, many of which may still lurk undiscovered in the isolated hinterlands of Earth. You know, deep oceans, remote mountains, endless Arctic wastes. Now I'm thinking of H.P. Lovecraft. Well, moving on. There's one other important thing. Some organisms might be immortal. Now, don't get jealous. We're not talking about some super sexy vampire type immortality. No, we're talking about jellyfish, specifically hydra and the Turritopsis dory. The Turritopsis is only 4.5 millimeters large, but capable of something that may be unique in the animal world. After reaching sexual maturity, it can revert to its polyp stage. It can reverse and reset its aging cycle, rendering it biologically immortal. And the hydra doesn't seem to age at all. That means that potentially the oldest living organism could one day be a jellyfish. But for now, even counting states of dormancy, the oldest living continually active things on Earth appear to be the extremophile organisms, collectively called endoliths. But of course, there may be something older, buried in time, dormant, waiting for intrepid humans to wake it from its deathless slumber. Today's episode was written by Joe McCormick and produced by Tyler Klang. To hear more from Joe, check out his weird science podcast, Stuff to Blow Your Mind, wherever you tune into podcasts. This very app, perhaps. And, of course, for lots more on this and other well-preserved topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, we're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. 
A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.